What is up everyone? It is Quinn here back with another video and today I'm going to be talking about three sell high players in Dynasty Fantasy Football and more specifically players that I'd be looking to sell before the NFL Draft. Not saying there's any guarantee these players are going to be replaced or lose out on significant roles in their offense, but I do think you know there's potential that these guys could have reduced roles and that their value will increase following the NFL Draft in a couple of weeks. Uh, over the next few days, I'm going to be putting out my final set of rookie rankings heading into the draft, and then also after the draft, I'll be updating those, getting those out to all of you. So if you do want to you know, check in on those, if you uh, subscribe to the channel, turn on post notifications, all of that stuff. But let's just jump right into the first sell high player, and we're going to start it off at the running back position with Miles Sanders. Right now, he is valued on keep trade cut as the running back 21 and around like a, the 8-9 turn in terms of uh, dynasty startup drafts. Personally, I'm not really understanding why people are so high on Miles Sanders. I definitely understood the appeal early on in his career. As a rookie, averaged 13.7 PPR points per game, flashed some nice receiving upside. So I understood right there he was looking like a great option moving forward. Sophomore season, 14.2 points per game, but the receiving production took a hit. 2021, that was the toughest season of his career. Averaged under 10 PPR points per game, didn't get into the end zone. And then he had a decent 2022 season last year, averaged 12.7 points per game. In general, like I think Sanders is a fine player. I think he's a solid starting NFL running back. I'm just not really seeing the solid upside here with the Panthers. He signed a four-year, $25 million contract, which in general at the running back position, like that sounds pretty solid. Four years for a guy who's 26 years old, that's pretty decent. But the Panthers have an out in 2025. So this very easily could be a two-year deal for a 26-year-old running back. I don't think it would be shocking for them to take that out after two seasons. Now, there's not a ton of clear running back competition for Miles Sanders right now, but we do know that their running back coach, and I believe he's also the uh, assistant offensive coordinator or assistant head coach, uh, Deuce Daly here. He has talked about using multiple running backs, how the position is very tough. He wants to get multiple guys involved. And this isn't just coach speak. We literally saw him do this last year on the Lions with DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams, and Justin Jackson. Do we remember how frustrating it was to have DeAndre Swift seeing him split opportunities with Jamal Williams and not only split 50-50, but then you had Justin Jackson getting in there for opportunities. So I don't think this is a spot where Miles Sanders is going to be the starter, have this big role. I think at best, this is going to be some sort of split. And like I said earlier in the video, I also don't think he's totally safe you know, from the NFL draft. I'm not saying the Panthers are going to go out, draft a Bijan Robinson or Jameer Gibbs, who's just going to completely overtake Miles Sanders' role. I do think Sanders is going to be involved. I think he's probably going to be giving you maybe fringe RB2 production, but I wouldn't be shocked if round three round four, round five, they pick a running back who's going to be splitting some opportunities with Miles Sanders. Right now, looking at some of the other running backs going in the same range, we've got a guy, Zach Charbonnet, who's basically valued one round higher in terms of startup value. If you can move a Miles Sanders to get in position to pick a Zach Charbonnet, you know, give up Sanders plus maybe a later pick, I would do that very, very easily. I would take some win now options like Derrick Henry Aaron Jones. I feel like the appeal of Miles Sanders being 26 years old compared to Henry and Aaron Jones, who, you know, are a few years older. 
it may seem significant, but a guy like Miles Sanders, is he like this top quality running back where he's going to be giving you a strong fantasy production at 29, 30? Personally, like I don't really think so. So I'd rather go after a guy like Derrick Henry who could potentially give you two running back one seasons. Aaron Jones, who could be in the mix as a fringe RB1 for the next two, three seasons. Give me those dudes over Miles Sanders. Even a guy like Cam Akers, who's actually a few years younger than Miles Sanders and actually valued you know, decently behind him. I would take Akers. I'd also take Montgomery if we're looking at running backs in that same age range. So basically just a lot of the players going around Miles Sanders, I'd prefer over him. And I do think he's someone who could lose value after the NFL draft. So he's someone I would look to pivot off of. Now, another running back who's basically right in the mix there with Miles Sanders is going to be Rashad White. He's currently valued as the RB22, which is a round nine startup pick. And it's actually tough for me here to kind of talk about Rashad White as someone I'd want to be selling high on because I really liked Rashad White as a prospect. And I also really liked him as a redraft pick last season, both in terms of someone who could overtake Fournette or just someone who could be a very, very valuable uh, handcuff behind Fournette, you know, in that Bucks offense with Tom Brady. But I think right now, if you're selling Rashad White, you can pitch him as the Bucks RB1, the Bucks workhorse for the 2023 season. We know that Leonard Fournette has been released. They haven't really made any moves at the position. So I do think he could be pitched like that. Even though he may be number one on the depth chart right now, I just don't think it really changes the fact that Rashad White was just not very good as a rookie. It's not like he was splitting with Leonard Fournette and was super impressive. Obviously, the Bucks' offense as a whole and the run game were very brutal, but individually, Rashad White was ranked as PFF's RB55 out of 62, so not pretty there. You can look to the receiving upside where he caught 50 passes, but I think in general, a lot of that was just due to Brady constantly checking down the poor offensive line, just tough offense in general. And it's not like he was super efficient with those uh, you know, receiving opportunities. And in my opinion, the more concerning part was that he wasn't able to overtake the bulk of the receiving role over a guy like Leonard Fournette, who was injured throughout the season and basically out of his prime at this point. Looking at the NFL draft, I would honestly be pretty shocked if the Buccaneers didn't pick an RB here. Now, it could be a day three guy, but maybe they look round three for a dude also. I mean, we saw them take Rashad White in the third round last year, because just looking at this Buccaneers depth chart behind Rashad White, it's pretty terrible. They have Chase Edmonds, who was brutal last season, Keyshawn Vaughn, who they've had for a few years now and has barely been able to sniff the field, and then Patrick Laird, who I believe spent some time with the Dolphins, but you know, really isn't a guy in the NFL. So this is not a pretty running back room. So I do think they're going to look at that position in the draft. And then I mentioned a lot of these players already when I was talking about Miles Sanders, but some of the dudes ranked below Rashad White, I would take Akers. I'd prefer a veteran like Montgomery, who I think is more locked into a role, Aaron Jones, maybe even take a flyer on some of these younger running backs who aren't locked into, uh, you know, kind of hold on to their roles and you'll get something on top of it. So even though I did like Rashad White, you know, heading into last season, I do think if you're interested, this could be a solid opportunity to pivot. I do understand, you know, why you may be hesitant because if he doesn't get replaced, he could have a pretty solid role. But I just think with all things considered, they didn't seem to be super in on him last year. It's not like he excelled in his role. They have an opportunity where they may replace him, new coaching staff, right? Like this isn't the same regime that brought him in, at least on the offensive side. So definitely something to consider there. And now moving into my third and final sell high, 
I guess it's not really selling high here, but it's going to be Gabe Davis, who is currently valued as the wide receiver 48 and a round 12 startup pick. Now, I understand that if you have Gabe Davis on your roster, it probably sucks because I said selling high, but honestly, you're selling low on Gabe Davis because he was viewed as a dynasty wide receiver two heading into and throughout parts of the 2022 season which I kind of talked about Rashad White. I really liked him, may have been a little wrong there. For me, I was just very out on Gabe Davis all throughout last offseason. I didn't see the hype, but I think at this point, you can still squeeze some value out of him as a dynasty asset. Just looking at Gabe Davis, if we're being honest, I haven't seen anything out of him that makes me think he is going to take a huge jump in year four, right? We've seen guys take year two jumps, year three jumps, a guy breaking out in year four is just not something I want to be betting on. We saw Gabe Davis have solid production in 2020 and 2021 in his uh, rookie and then sophomore seasons in the NFL. Then we all know about that crazy eight for 201, four touchdown game in the 2021 playoffs. A lot of hype came out of that game and he was lined up to be the Bills wide receiver two heading into last season. He got that opportunity in year three, this was a prime, prime opportunity for him to produce the second weapon behind Stephon Diggs on a top offense with Josh Allen at quarterback, and he kind of flops, averages 11.4 PPR points per game, the wide receiver 39 in points per game for fantasy, he had an 18.2% target share, 43rd in the NFL, and even worse, 18.3% target rate, which was 68th amongst wide receivers, and then 1.66 yards per route run, which was 49th. So really just was not looking great. Um, and it's unfortunate because I feel like at this point, we kind of just got to accept it. Even if you were in on him last year, third season in the NFL, if he can't get it done in that prime role, I just feel like it's not going to happen. I also have to imagine the Bills are going to be in the market for a wide receiver or two in this draft. And looking at some of the players who are going in the same range, I think if the roster constructions line up, you could try to flip a guy like Gabe Davis for a Tyler Lockett. Maybe a team was win now, they're trying to rebuild. I think Lockett is definitely a guy you could look into uh, kind of getting onto your roster who can give you one or two more seasons as a top 24 wide receiver. Also, uh, rookie wide receivers, Josh Downs and Jalen Hyatt are both currently valued below Gabe Davis. I'm very in on Josh Downs. I'm not the biggest Jalen Hyatt guy, but I would still take him over Gabe Davis at this point, just kind of try to re-roll. A guy like Wondell Robinson, who's coming off of, I believe, an ACL, still someone who's shown some more flashes you know, early on in his career. I just think at this point, you want to be taking what you could get because best case scenario, he's going back into the season as the wide receiver too. And that's best case, right? They can make a trade for DeAndre Hopkins. They could pick a solid wide receiver in this draft. Best case, he's re-entering as the wide receiver too, which is the role we saw him in last year and he completely underperformed. So for me, I would be getting Gabe Davis off my roster, just getting what I could get. And it may seem tough because his value has fallen so far, but I mean, I don't think these are bad options. Like a Tyler Lockett, looking at some of these younger wide receivers, just taking an opportunity to get him off, just kind of reshoot your shot on one of these younger dudes. It's just something I would definitely consider here. So those are going to be three of my players I'd be looking to sell in Dynasty before the NFL draft. Miles Sanders, Rashad White, and Gabriel Davis. That is going to wrap it up for this one. If you did enjoy, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. Make sure you guys check in for my rookie rankings. Should be going through running backs, wide receivers, and then probably like my top 24 overall. So thank you all again, and I will see you in the next one.